Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the time where I am high as a kite. Uh, we're going to do some NFL Week 1 preview and predictions here. We'll do a little bit of analysis as well. Um, now, as far as the NFL full week reviews, I might make that my YouTube return because I do the intro with that. I do, like, the sunglasses. I try to do something comedic and something that would relate to the week so if something happened in the week that was transparent you know the cowboys choked per usual um anything that would be relevant towards um the week i try to do something like that i've done that and i mastered that last year i feel like my creativity flows are not as um present right now they're there but they're not as present for uh things like that so I'll have to come up with something. Uh, every week, it's not the same thing. Uh, it, it's different. But this is going to be your NFL Week 1 preview. And we're going to take a look at games that have happened as well. That kind of cut off there. Um, so I've kind of been going through some stuff. And um, I'm kind of, as you can say, a little jacked up. Um, I'm also on like different medications or whatever. So that's going to be that. Maybe not as high energy as we normally be, but the first game we're going to talk about is the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady had 379, four TDs, two picks. And Prescott, I think going into this game, going into this game, uh, a lot of people were were on what are we going to get from the Cowboys. I think we knew what we were going to get from Tampa, but we didn't know what we were going to get from the Cowboys. Uh, Dak Prescott, again, you know, it's one of those things where... I know the Cowboys offense is so powerful, but you have to throw the ball 58 times. And Brady did the same thing. He threw 50. But when you're throwing the football more than 55 times a game, that's excessive. 58. And it just, I mean, I guess that was the case because Ezekiel Elliott was a non-factor in this game. Complete garbage. There was no run game on really either side. Amari Cooper was great. He had 13 receptions, 139 yards, and two touchdowns. And a nice performance from Antonio Brown, who had five receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Again, the story for the Cowboys was Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott looked like he didn't miss a beat. Uh, The Cowboys were in control mostly of this game. And then, obviously, they went down, kicked a field goal, and then they gave Mr. Brady too much time going uh, down the field, they marched down, got a field goal, and Tampa Bay ended up winning 31-29, to uh, and they will start off 1-0. Again, people love to shit on the Cowboys. Uh, I can't stand the Cowboys, but it's just, it's funny because it's, um, you know, it, it's funny because they're 0-1, and then people are saying shit like, you know, uh, we're the uh, only team that is, sorry, I'm trying to read something right now, which is awful because I'm doing a podcast. Um, what was I about to look up? Does he not have an account? I was trying to look at Julio because I just saw something, a quote that I really liked. Uh, maybe I can look it up here. But like I said, Dak Prescott didn't really miss a beat. Uh, was it Julio Jones that said it? Shit. That's going to be impossible to find. Let's go to recent maybe. Julio Jones is going to play. Oh, fuck. I can't find it. Oh, it's annoying me. It says here... Hold on. 
Super Bowl. No, I don't want to see when the Titans were fucking one yard short. No thanks. Titans given third best chance to win Super Bowl among teams without one. Well, how about that? Alright, I just saw something where it said we're trying to win a Super Bowl as a quote from a Titan. Can't find it. it. Is what the fuck it is, right? Um. Anyways, uh, like I said, you know, Tampa gets the win. Everybody's shitting on the Cowboys. Listen, they did much better than I think any of us anticipated. Okay. So hop off that train. Because Cowboys... You know, we're going to have to see how that defense unfolds during the season. But uh, for the most part, the Cowboys looked all right. They just got outdone by the Buccaneers. Now we get to the previews. We went a little bit on, a little bit too long with that. Uh, First game we're going to talk about is the Eagles and the Falcons. Now, I think the story going into this is going to be Jalen Hurts is finally now in his first full season as an Eagles quarterback. Uh, not only are we talking about that, we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons, who, to be honest with you, I don't know too. I don't have too much news on the Falcons actually going into this game. Um, but one of the things we want to talk about is that the Falcons' um, defense was absolutely atrocious last year. Uh, it was awful, and we have some new names coming into the mix as well. Devontae Smith makes his rookie debut. For the Eagles, uh, Falcons again uh, now have a new defensive coordinator in Dean Pease, and Arthur Smith is now the head coach, if I'm correct, for the Atlanta Falcons, who was previously the Titans' offensive coordinator. Um, Jalen Hurts is going to be a big watch here. Uh, these are two teams that are, you know, the the Eagles are coming off of a season where they were just complete dog shit. Uh, Carson Wentz was was not having a good year whatsoever. The offense was literally invisible. They had no receivers. Everybody was getting hurt. Uh, now you add some mixes here. There are some injuries going in. We're not going to talk about injuries in general because I'm just kind of reading this, the spark notes, if you will, say here. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what the Eagles can bring out of the passing game. Uh, obviously, now you have Devontae Smith coming in. Uh, I don't really know. Let me see here. You have Devontae Smith coming in. You have a couple of other guys as well. Um, Jalen Hurts, again, first time at the helm. Eagles defense was solid last year. Their offense was abysmal. Um, you know, they were able to run the ball. Miles Sanders, obviously. Miles Sanders, we're going to look to see him to hang on to the goddamn football uh, because he had a problem last year with turnovers. And if you're a running back, turnovers will bite you right in the ass. Uh, I do expect this to be a close game. Again, it's it's hard when it comes to week one previews because we don't have anything to analyze. We don't have any previews you know we don't have anything that we've seen from any team and you know it's a new season uh this is the type of game where i would expect more of an offensive game than a defensive game um you know i'll take the falcons in a close one but i would expect more of a a offensive game and a lot of eyes are going to be on the eagles uh to see what they can do when it comes to driving the football we get to the pittsburgh steelers and the buffalo bills um, you know, the Buffalo Bills are coming off of that season where it was just amazing. And and the, a lot of the teams stayed intact. You know, it's just, it's funny because there's a quote here that says, Allen was eight years old when the Steelers rookie Ben Roethlisberger made his debut. Now, Allen is the quarterback for the Bills, and we have Ben Roethlisberger, who in my honest eyes, I would assume this is his final season. I don't know his exact contract situation. Now, 
the Steelers uh, drafted Najee Harris, right? A lot of eyes are going to be on him, um, looking to probably be maybe the best running back out of the draft. If there was a team that desperately needed a running back, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, James Conner always found his way to get hurt. You know, they had Le'Veon Bell for a while. Uh, eventually, you know, the inner turmoil uh, between Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers organization um, went the way that it did. Um, the Steelers, I think, are improved. A lot of questions are on Ben. Is Ben going to be able to stay healthy? You know, that, that becomes the problem. I do believe that Big Ben is, if it's not this year, next year, his final season. Um, no questions asked. The Buffalo Bills, man, are they going to be able to duplicate that? Um, is Josh Allen going to be able to duplicate the miraculous MVP-like season that he's coming off of? So, the question becomes, not even so much in this game, what happens if Big Ben gets hurt again? You know what I mean? Uh, Buffalo had this, I don't I'm all over the fucking place here. Buffalo had this this great offense and good defense last year. And they're looking for it to carry over. Um, we have three. We have a couple of new starters for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's going to be another thing that you have to look at. The offensive line. Uh, different things like that. Juju Smith-Schuster, if he can do more on the football field and less on social media, that might actually help the Steelers. All jokes aside, I, I would expect this to be a good game, but I think more eyes are on the Steelers because you want to see what the Steelers team comes out with. We obviously know they have the defense. Long story short, um, I think Buffalo's going to come out blazing. Home field advantage. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills to win this game, but I'm interested to see what comes out of the Steelers as well. A game that a lot of people, sadly, will probably not care about, and that's the Vikings and the Bengals. Joe Burrow is returning. Jamari Chase is going to make his debut. No A.J. Green. Um, I think Joe Burrow was an awesome player last year in his first season in the NFL. Um, and I think that we're going to see more of that this year. He now has what is believed to be a primary target in Jamari Chase. Joe Mixon can, you know, stay steady on the run game. Uh, as far as the Bengals go, you know, this it's just like one of those teams. Something about Joe Burrow, I root for him. Because I think, you know, he had that injury, but I think he really was delivering what the Bengals fans wanted. And I really do believe that Joe Burrow is the franchise quarterback for Cincinnati, a team that has not had a steady quarterback since Andy Dalton. Um, if you even want to call him a steady quarterback. As far as Minnesota goes, you have Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins. Now, it's just so many questions with Kirk Cousins. Like, it, it doesn't feel like, maybe this is just me, but it feels like each season... Kirk Cousins didn't necessarily get worse, but he never got better. I haven't seen Kirk Cousins improve since he became a Viking. I I think he's improved when he first joined the Vikings, but I don't think Kirk Cousins has taken himself to that elite level. Like, I think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. I think people shit on him a little bit too much sometimes, uh, but I don't see him in that elite category. A lot of people don't. Um... And that's that's just me and that's those people. But um, that's one of those things where it's just what are you going to get? Like how much actually changes? Um, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see Jamari Chase. Uh, that's one of the things that a lot of people will look at in this game. As far as the Vikings go, who cares really? And I hate to say it. Because I kind of root for a team like the Vikings. You, you can bank on Dalvin Cook having a good year. Um, 
the reason why and i want people to know this the reason why my previews are a little bit more in depth um is because i haven't really talked about the teams i didn't do previews this year based on my life and what was going on but um i'm doing them now and here we are uh, but again, I, I got the Cincinnati Bengals in this one. I know everybody's picking the Vikings. I may have actually even picked the actual Vikings on my my go-to uh, pool, weekly pool. But I'm going to go with Cincinnati. And I know that that sounds a little bit crazy. But uh, they're home. Home opener. Let it rock. 49ers and Lions. 49ers offense. Team that was absolutely annihilated by injuries last year. You have a lot coming back for the 49ers, and then you have the Lions who, you know, they lost a lot. And it's just, the Lions seem to be one of those teams that it's just nothing ever happens. You know, they overhauled the front office, coaching staff, and roster, but there really shouldn't be any hopes for the Detroit Lions. Like, you look at teams like the Lions, you look at teams like the Bears, they make improvements, and every now and then they surprise you and they give you potential. But they never do anything. And everybody knows in the back of their mind that teams like the Lions and Bears, no matter what happens, they're always going to just be there. They're going to finish 8-8. Eight and eight. The, And it's funny, teams like the Lions or Bears, it goes one of two ways. The team has a great season. And, well, the Lions never have a great season, but let's say the Bears will go 11-6, and six, whatever. They'll have a terrible season. They'll go, and I'm not even talking about a below average. I'm talking fucking terrible. The Lions will be 2-14, and 1-15. The Bears could do the same. I think the Bears are, are a little bit further ahead of the spectrum against the Lions. Or they'll be most likely average. And every year people know that the Lions and the Bears, more promise with the Bears, but they know that the Lions are going to give them that averageness. When I look at the Lions, I look at either garbage or average. I And, and I have to feel for the Lions fan base because if there's any fan base that is dreaded with just nothing, it's the Lions. Really think about it. The Lions have had nothing to look forward to. They now go with Jared Goff as a quarterback, which in my honest eyes is a downgrade. Matthew Stafford to the Rams, which I think is a gold mine for the LA Rams. Jared Goff is mediocre. I don't think he's a garbage quarterback, but I can't sit here and tell you I think he's a good one because he will either have a good game or he'll just have 87 turnovers, four interceptions. He reminds me of Kirk Cousins, but I think Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback. Long story short, Detroit made a lot of changes, but there's never any expectations with a team like the Lions. Not from me, not from you. Interesting to see what the 49ers bring this year. Jimmy G coming out. Trey Lance is on his ass. We know that. Um, you know, the defense was annihilated last year. This 49ers team comes in healthy. They have a chance to surprise a lot of people. Uh, they will beat the Lions in the home opener, and I think they're going to do it pretty handedly. I think it's going to be pretty ugly in Detroit tomorrow, or if you're listening to this today, I can't fucking wait. Time to talk about my team. The Tennessee Titans are going to host the Arizona Cardinals, and boy, is there a lot for the Titans to look at this year. Uh, first, we'll talk about the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's great. Um, he now has, I believe, A.J. Green is playing. Um, 
and he will be a he's going to be an interesting player to watch on the Cardinals that a lot of people won't talk about. We also have top tier receiver DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to be taking the charge. The Cardinals did improve their defense in the offseason, and that's what their problem has been. We've seen in recent years that the Cardinals have really, really excelled in the offense. Kyler Murray was a steal for them. He's been great for them. I believe he's this is his third season. Um, very mobile, very good quarterback. Um, you know, and, and I think the Cardinals booster their defense. They're another team that has a chance to surprise a lot of people this season. Um and then we talk about my team. Now, I'm very biased towards the Titans, in case you can't know. Anybody that listens to this knows that I'm the biggest Titans fan you'll ever come across. Julio motherfucking Jones. That is what we got to talk about. Um, the, to the naysayers out there, Julio Jones has had some injury concerns. He's also in, I guess you could say, the later stages of his career. But when he's on the field and he's playing, he's still a top five receiver. Um, and I don't think that'll change this year. He comes to a team that maybe, you know, Tannehill's not as good of a quarterback as Matt Ryan, and that's okay. He comes to that team. The Titans' offense right now, outside of Kansas City, Buffalo, I don't really think there's any team. I think this Titans' offense is, our offense is going to go on a fucking warpath this year. Derrick Henry's the best running back in football. Ryan Tannehill is a very good quarterback. Julio Jones, a lot to prove. A.J. Brown, he is on the verge of literally exploding. Literally exploding. He He's a great receiver. Julio, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, a great offensive line. A defense that, that's the question for us going in. How much has our defense actually improved? Because you got to look at it this way. The Titans defense last year, our defense was fucking abysmal. Our pass rush was non-existent. Our secondary gave up big plays. You know, our linebackers were were, were pretty solid. Uh, we were putting up 35 points a game, and we were giving up 40. Uh, and that's the problem with a team like the Titans is. You know, we drafted Caleb Farley, took the risk on him in the injury. Bud Dupree should add adrenaline to that pass rush, and I'm really looking forward to this. I, I My eyes on the Titans' defense. Obviously, I know what I'm going to get out of the offense, but if his defense is top tier, we're a Super Bowl team. Will we win the Super Bowl? I, I Listen, we're talking about week one, folks. I'm, I'm really interested um, to see what we get out of this game between the Titans and the Cardinals. Uh, I think that we have a chance to win this game at home. I think fireworks, the Cardinals. I do expect it to be a very good game. Uh, I'm going to go with us to win this game. Seattle and Indianapolis. Uh, the Seahawks seem to be that team that just plays great every year. And then something happens towards the end of the season where they fold. Uh, they either A, have a terrible second stretch. Or B, make the playoffs and just completely shit the bed. And that's been a pattern in recent years. Russell Wilson is easily a top five quarterback in the league. The offense is great. The defense, I don't know if it'll ever get back to the point that uh, the Seahawks had that, that Legion of Boom defense because that was a once-in-a-lifetime kind of defense. But if the defense can be good and, and this team can be consistent and not choke, the Seahawks are just in the mix in the NFC just as much as anybody else. Now, I'm very confused here about the Colts. Um, there was, you know, Carson Wentz had gotten injured a few weeks ago. 
And there was this rumor of him not being back for a, quite a while. And now all of a sudden, Carson Wentz is ready to rock week one. Um, he missed three weeks with an injured left foot and five more days on the COVID list. So maybe it wasn't as bad. I thought for some reason that Carson Wentz's injury was a lot worse than what I guess it really ended up being. The Colts are another team to watch. Um, I don't think they're going to compete with the Titans, but I think that they're obviously going to be behind offense better. The defense is great. Carson Wentz is going to finally get put into a situation where he can succeed, and that's on the Colts. If Carson Wentz gets hurt or doesn't deliver, it's on nobody besides Carson Wentz because he's in a good situation on the Colts. Do they beat a team like Seattle? Again, there's a lot of games this year that are just going to be interesting to watch. Interesting to watch. And this first week, we're given a lot of games like that. Uh, Seattle, we kind of know what we're going to get going in. So I'll go with Seattle. Uh, I wouldn't put money in the Colts because I think it's a bit of a gamble. It's hard to know what we're going to get out of that. Um, as far as one of the harder games on the schedule for me is the Chargers and Washington football team, the Redskins. I'm still going to call them the Redskins. Because the defense of Washington is so good. But the Chargers are a team that a lot of people need to start looking at more. Build the defense, let the offense, uh, let it grow. This is going to be a, this was actually when I did my football pool, one of the hardest games for me to predict because we know how good the Chargers offense is. Washington has no offense, not really. You know, you look like you might have a potential for a long-term running back, um, but I don't, I don't think... Washington really has that great of an offense. Their defense is top tier, top three, but defense wins games. Chargers offense is one of the better offenses in the league. Where do you find the balance? I'm going to go with... I still, I, I still, every time I look at this game between the Chargers and Washington, I just, I kind of want to gouge my head a little bit because I find it to be a difficult one. But I put my money on Washington because defense wins games. And they're home, even though they, I feel like their home is non-existent. I am at 20 minutes, 22 minutes, and I am I have like 10 more games. So let me hurry this up. Jets-Panthers. Uh, we talk about what's going into this game. Robert Sal makes his head coaching debut for the New York Jets. The New York Jets are now with Zach Wilson, who in my honest opinion has more potential than Sam Darnold. Revenge game. First out of the gate, Sam Darnold former Jets quarterback, is on the Carolina Panthers, who is not a massive upgrade, but it is an upgrade compared to the Jets. Um, I will go with Carolina to win this game because I think Carolina is just a better overall team. I expect a lot of bloodbath. This is going to be a tough, hard-hitting game because I think Sam Darnold wants nothing more than to prove, hey, I'm on this team now. We, I have a better chance to win on this team than the Jets. The Jets made some improvements. You know, Zach Wilson, a lot of eyes on him, but the Jets are very far from the playoffs, and they're even further from a Super Bowl. So for me, I have to go with the Panthers to win this. I think Sam Darnold comes out guns blazing. Does he throw for 400 yards? Probably not, but it's going to be an interesting quarterback duo. It's, it's Sam Darnold on the other end saying, oh, yeah? Versus the kid who replaced me. So you got to feel Sam Darnold has some, maybe not ill will, but resentment there. So I'll go with Carolina to get that win. 
Jacksonville and Houston couldn't put a game on the schedule that could be any less interesting. As far as we know, Deshaun Watson is starting for Houston. Oh, no, he's not. Deshaun Watson is out. I just read that he's out. He ruled him out non-injury. I don't know if this has to do with the scandal. Watson included on the... Yeah, this thing's... Okay, so Watson's out. So I don't know who's quarterbacking for Houston. A lot of eyes will be on Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is probably, in my honest eyes, uh, one of the lesser exciting games for me um, to even look at. But, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence will have his head eye and win his first game. You know, Watson's not playing. So who the hell, I don't know who the hell the backup for Houston was. I know who it used to be. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor's starting, so. The epitome of average going for the Houston Texans. Let's take Jacksonville to get the win. We are going to more fireworks. Kansas City's coming off the Super Bowl loss. Cleveland Browns are coming off of a great upstart year. Odell Beckham Jr. makes his return. And if there's any player that has something to prove and needs to prove himself, it's Odell Beckham Jr. He has been almost non-existent since leaving the New York Giants. He had that one game. I think in his first season where he torched the Jets at MetLife. And he's been nothing but injury-plagued and non-existent. Uh, so, Odo Beckham has a lot to prove because he has fallen off the radar faster than anybody I know. That's going to be a key. Kansas City, you know what you're going to get from them. Browns, Chiefs, looking forward to this rematch. Should be a great game. I'll go with Kansas City to get the win. Dolphins and Patriots, Tua in Miami. Interesting because the Patriots made so many upgrades in the offseason. And uh, Mac Jones is coming right out. There's so many quarterbacks who are making their debut today. I'll say today because people are probably listening to this on Sunday. There's so many quarterbacks who are making their debut. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see here. The Patriots have a lot of weapons. So the Patriots will definitely be a team to keep your eye on on Sunday. And I do think that. The Patriots will get the win over the Dolphins. They just have a better team. But uh, it's not as far-fetched as you think because a lot of people want to jump straight to the Patriots. It's not as far-fetched as you think, ladies and gentlemen. I will say that. Um, Packers and Saints, this would normally be a game that I'm thrilled to see. But it's so hard to think that what are we going to get from the Saints? Um, They don't really have their long-term quarterback you know Jameis Winston's going to get a chance but the problem is with Jameis Winston is that he wasn't on a non-quarterback friendly team he had an offensive line that sucked ass but he wasn't on a team that was not offensive friendly so for people to say Jameis Winston's finally going to get a chance Jameis Winston had a chance he he bombed the ball down the field and Mike Evans Chris Godwin or whoever the hell was there made him look good he winged it he didn't know how to throw the ball away. He wouldn't take a sack. And it resulted in 30 touchdowns, which is solid, and 30 interceptions, which is absolutely abysmal for any quarterback. He goes on to a better team as the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill is also around if Jameis Winston can't get the job done, but the Saints are in an intermission time right now. They have their team. They're good for what they want. But we know the Saints are in intermission, and uh, 
you know, I don't know right now. You know, Jameis Winston is, is a decent enough quarterback to get the job done. But I don't think he's the quarterback to build your team around. But if there's any team that is is friendly for a quarterback, I, I'm curious to see what Jameis Winston will do. Because I do think he's a little bit better than people give him credit for. But I also don't want to jump on the wagon. Uh, because, you know, you had Winston and then Mariota. And to be honest with you, neither of them really turned out to be anything of great excitement. I mean, I have a Mariota jersey. I liked him. I liked the way he carried himself. And I liked his his spark energy Mariota wouldn't be a I don't think he's a good quarterback but he would make some good plays he would run he would make these cool plays long story short uh that didn't work out Green Bay I have no reason to believe that they'll fall off they're coming off of an amazing season I I think if Tom Brady wasn't standing in the shadows I think Aaron Rodgers was going to hold up a trophy I do think that they would have beaten Kansas City. I think, to be honest, I would have rather have seen Green Bay in Kansas City. I think that would have been a more fun Super Bowl um, to enjoy. But in this game, I'll go with Green Bay. Uh, I can't put money and I can't predict anything on the Saints because I need to see what Jameis Winston is going to give me before I do something like that. But uh, I do expect it to be a good game, and I'll hope so also. Giants and Broncos. You know, a Giants could be another team that comes into this and they're an upstart team. Um, you know, what do we expect from Daniel Jones? I'll tell you this. Daniel Jones needs to have a breakout season. This is his third season in the NFL. He was not very good his rookie season. We'll give him that. He was not really good last year. Stop fumbling. Stop throwing picks. Stop making dumb decisions. This is your third year in the league. You either are starting to get it by now or you don't. Offensive line wasn't friendly. They helped that. The defense was great last year. Perfect? No. Saquon Barkley coming back. Easily one of the best running backs in the league when he's on the field. Not sure if he's going to play yet. I don't know if they... I don't know what changes from tonight to tomorrow. I don't know if you... It's not like he got hurt last week and they don't know if he can go this week and it's one week. He was hurt since the second week of last season. Out the whole entire season... And you still don't know if he's going to play tomorrow. How do you not know by now? By now. How do you not know by now if your star running back is going to play? What is going to change from tonight to tomorrow? He's probably practiced already, which we've seen footage of. I just don't understand that. Saquon on the field and healthy, another huge factor for the Giants. That's a guy I'm really rooting for. Um, some additions to the offense, Ken Galladay, uh, Evan Ingram could be decent. The defense could be deep. The Giants could surprise people. Are they ready for a Super Bowl? Of course not. And I don't think a Super Bowl will happen with Daniel Jones because of right now he has potential, but I don't really trust him. And I don't really have any reason to trust Daniel Jones. I do see that there is potential in Daniel Jones. And I do believe that Daniel Jones will... You know, he, he has potential. It, we've seen it. But it's it's not a deep pocket passer all-around quarterback. I, I don't see that potential from him yet. The Broncos get a lot of their guys back. Uh, what they don't get is a long-term quarterback. I, it kind of baffled me that the Broncos didn't draft a quarterback in the draft. 
Because, uh, let's be honest, Drew Locke, it's just, it's, you could give him some more time, but it's just not the answer. He's average. Drew Locke, maybe he's better than a backup quarterback, but he's just, it's average. Teddy Bridgewater hasn't been the same since he was on the Vikings, and he got hurt. Came back, he got the job done as a backup for the Saints while Drew Brees was hurt. But, you know... There could be potential. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater would be a bad backup. I do think Teddy Bridgewater will find time in the Broncos because I don't know what it is. I just don't trust Drew Locke. I don't think he's really that great. I think the problem is at quarterback for the Broncos. Peyton Manning was out, and they haven't had one since. So, you know, I think the Broncos are the better team here, and they got more going. So I I think... This is another tough one. I'm about to get ready to wrap this up. I'm going on a half an hour. I got to go with... I got to go with the Broncos to win this one. I just think their defense is better. Daniel Jones does... By no means does he do anything against a good defense. Uh, and, and I think that's going to rattle them a little bit. A lot of pressure. First game back for a couple of players. You know, the Giants have a lot of pressure on them to perform, and I think that it, it's going to be an off day for the Giants. Maybe not an off day, but I, I can't root. Well, I can root for them, but I can't see too much. Sunday night football, the Bears and the Rams. You know, it's funny. The Bears um, have that defense. I really want to see Khalil Mack on a different team. The Bears also have... Uh, excuse me. Well, I... What was I going to say? Jesus Christ, I lost my train of thought. The Bears also have another team that's coming in with a quarterback who's making his debut, Justin Fields. Uh, They said that Andy Dalton will get his first chance to quiet the calls. I believe Andy Dalton is starting tomorrow night. If I'm correct, Andy Dalton is starting tomorrow night for the Chicago Bears. That will be very short-lived. I don't think Andy Dalton's stinked in uh chicago he'll stay there they're not gonna cut him but he's i think it's very short the la rams this is a potential super bowl team if it all falls together they've needed a quarterback for a while the team's defense is fantastic their offense is good now you have a very good quarterback watch out for the la rams this year i think they're gonna smash the bears tomorrow night final game of the week ravens and raiders uh, Lamar Jackson has to develop. The Ravens have been smashed in the offseason with uh, a catalyst of just atrocious injuries. And I want to remind people that my weekly previews will not be this long every week. The Ravens were annihilated with injuries to the run game, the defense. They're in a tough spot starting the season. So I think their stock has dropped a little bit. As far as the Raiders go, I mean, is like it's just I feel like the Raiders are a team that just doesn't improve. They don't get worse; they just don't improve. There's offense, yes. The defense hasn't done really much of anything. There's always injuries. It's just hard to ever put money on the Raiders because it's like the Raiders are either really good or they just suck. They'll they'll be great. They'll look great two three games. All of a sudden, boom. They lose six in a row. Despite all the injuries, I still will put my faith in the Baltimore Ravens to get the win Monday night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was your NFL Week 1 full preview and predictions. Enjoy the games.